1: Welcome to the Junk Time Apple Podcast. The first week of finals 2021, we're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who has been fired as North Melbourne's
0: fitness coach, it is Adam Rosenbach. G'day Michael, g'day Junk Timers. Yes, not many people know I had a little bit of a side hustle going on where I was the fitness coach down at the Kangaroos. I like to spread myself around Michael, a man of many, many talents. And, uh, and, you know, I love my fitness. And the hard thing is in the off-season is uh, keeping the players fit and not having them come back to preseason overweight. Mm-hmm. And so I was very much worried about Jaden Stevenson because, you know, he said to me, Rosie, how can I keep fit? And I said, dude, what you got to do is you got to get on the mountain bike and get biking. And as he rightly pointed out, he said, mate, we're in lockdown. I can't go more than five kilometers from my house. Very so was, man. Well, the best thing to do is what you do. Is on a Friday night. Is you've you're at home. You've had a couple of froths, right? And he said, "Should I be riding my bike when I've had a couple of froths?" I said, "Mate, it's better for your balance. It's better for your core. You got to preload. You got to preload before you get on the bike. Get on the get on the seltzers. Get on what you need. The fizzers. Get on whatever you need to have to get yourself fully loaded. Because as you know, you're trying to balance yourself. Your core's just getting stronger and stronger." Yep. <laughs> And so I said to Jaden, and also, I need let's you not forget,
1: sorry to cut you off, let's not forget coming back from the bottle shop with a slab on both shoulders. like that's that's right. a good workout.
0: That's a good call workout. I would recommend that to anyone listening is to do that. And a positive, you're not driving. So it's okay. <laughs> you're allowed to do it. So I said to Jaden, jump on the bike and you've got yourself your, your back deck. Get on the back deck and all I need from you, and this will just tick off. You'll be as fitters when you come back. All I need is an endo into a tabletop, into a toboggan, into an Indian air, into a bunny hop bar spin, into a spine transfer, and finish with a 180 foot jam to fakie. And he's fucked that up. <laughs> right, he's gotten it completely fucked up. He's landed on his hip. He's broken his hip. He's ended up in hospital. What an absolute nightmare. What an absolute I know. nightmare. You try and do the right thing by these blokes, and then they let you down. How am I sacked, and Jaden's still got a fucking job? You That's know what I'm thing, saying? Man.
1: Yeah, and I think hmm. I think if I remember correctly, I feel like it's about the 10th or 12th job you've been sacked from from this year, okay? Which makes oh, me wonder why you keep on getting rehired. <laughs> do you... Do you Fiddle with your CV a little bit, don't they have Google? Yeah. And then also, I mean you've got to be careful, man, because you know, these are mm. I dare I say unprecedented times. You know, money can be hard to come by for some people.
0: I oh, yeah, but I just bounce back, mate, you know. I'm just one of those people. I'm always I'm always I'm very employable. People love me. They love working with me, and then they want me around their their clubs. But um so Jaden Stevenson, he's had he's had a little bit of mis a bit of a mischief. And he's fallen off his bike at home. And, God, there's got to be some more to this story. So, he's presented in hospital. He's rocked up in a wheelchair. And he's asked the hospital staff not to notify the North Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. Now, that tells me, you reckon you know you're fucked up.
1: Now, okay, yeah. So, the idea is that he's had a few drinks at his house with friends, though. That seems to be the thing that's been said. With friends. Yeah. Now... I don't quite know the rules of Melbourne with you, but could that mean he lives with a couple other people maybe?
0: Well, that's the only way he can be with friends because we're, we're not allowed to have other people into our houses at this current time. Now,
1: can, like, say a bubble buddy come over? Like, could if I have three people in a house, could we each have a bubble buddy come over?
0: Uh, I would say no. That, that would be that would not be allowed. I think you're only allowed to go to... That's ex- excellent... Excellent lockdown question without notice. I don't know, but I would say no, because then you'd have six people in the house, which would be pushing, pushing the limits. I reckon. So let's just assume that Jaden was home with the buddies that he lived with. Yeah? yeah, yeah, and I think it happened on Friday night. So they're probably watching the. Because um this is this is a law-abiding man, right? This is a man. Sure, he may have he may have put some bets <laughs> on himself, kicking a couple of goals in a footy match. And who hasn't done that? You this know? is a
1: man of integrity, and by integrity, <laughs> exactly. I mean integrity unit. <laughs>
0: Yes, exactly. So he uh, has had a few froths and he's tried to do some, uh, some bike tricks at home and he's fallen off the back uh, deck and landed on his hip. Dude. And he's got a fractured hip now.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, do you show up to a hospital? Do they Are there wheelchairs out the front? Or do you think he's brought a wheelchair from home?
0: No, I think they supplied the wheelchair. Unless, I mean, you know, if you're hanging out with Jaden Stevenson, probably just have a wheelchair handy. You never know what's going to go wrong. It says here in the article that uh, he hurt himself after he rode a bike down some stairs. Now, if you're an AFL footballer, there's got to be times in your life where you go. How could this go wrong? Uh, right? yeah. And when you when you when you think bike downstairs, you think really fucking easily. That's probably the answer to that question.
1: And you know how they having their contracts. You know, don't go snowboarding, don't go, yeah. you know, parasailing or whatever. You know, then now, now, now every contract they all have to go back to the drawing board and go, oh, okay, we have got to add, don't yeah. ride a bike down the stairs on a Friday night after having a few. So frogs. therefore,
0: is this on North Melbourne then for not putting that clause in the contract? He, like he took his way well, out of it. Yeah, didn't say not to.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you go up to David Noble and say, hey, I didn't see anything in the contract about doing a yep. bunny hop down some stairs while shouting, while shouting okay?
0: <laughs> How the fuck is this on me? This is on you, North Melbourne. <laughs> in fact, he should sue North Melbourne for not putting all these constraints in his contract.
1: So he showed up and apparently they say that he was like a bit he- uh, hesitant to not contact the club. Now, I don't think, I don't think they had to contact the club immediately, do they? They could, kind of could have taken a, maybe a night. To before they made the phone call? Or do you have to kind of make it straight away? As soon as you hurt yourself, you go, oh, paper cut on the phone to the footy manager
0: saying... Well, you know what, though? If if you did actually say... Because was it Simon Black that hurt his knee either getting his baby or something? Like he wrenched his knee, like went to pick up the baby, wrenched his knee and was out for a few weeks. Like in that kind of scenario, you go, yeah, happy to call the club. Hey, I think I've hurt my knee. I was going to pick up my baby, that kind of thing. Or was it... um, uh, Michael Voss seems to be a lot of Brisbane players. Really, nearly severed a finger trying to put a trailer onto his car. Yeah, I
1: think you're right. Yeah. So I suppose so those. In things, that regard, yeah. Fair enough. Like yeah, when, you, John got, when John Brown got when Tom Brown was riding a bike and got hit by a car, you kind of go, yes. "Hey, Brownie, that's probably not on you, okay?" Yeah. But then when but, it comes to like maybe Stevie J breaking both ankles by jumping over the fence <laughs> trying to get into a pub, you kind of go, Yeah, ah, Stevie, I think I need to contact the club pretty quickly right now, mate."
0: Yeah, and he goes, "Oh, can you?" Can you let me just go to the bar first? <laughs> I, 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 I can still walk. It hurts. I'm screaming in every footstep, but I, 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 still I go won't. To I won't get
1: a drink. I'll just get some ice. Okay, just get some ice. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give me bourbon with a lot of ice, please. So, uh, Geesh, what, what? I think they're still waiting to see if he's going to have an operation. I don't really. Yes. I'm not really a hip aficionado, but I imagine he's going to mm. be out for a few months. And you probably don't want any kind of injury to your hip uh, at any stage, because it kind of does, you know, hold up a fair part of your body. So, well, you you, look- mate,
0: you say you're not a hip aficionado, but you fucking know a lot about the hip right there.
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to imagine it's maybe a couple of months, maybe two or three. Yeah. And in those two and three months, he's going to have to uh, be on his very best behavior and uh, keep his head down whenever the coach walks by, I imagine.
0: But you know what? If you're ever going to do an injury, this is the best time. You're, what, a week out from your season being over. If you're going to injure yourself. Now, if you're an AFL player, there's a time to do it. They should give you a window, right? There's just a window. They go, right, fucking, aside from an ACL, go for your fucking life. Yep. Do Where everything. ACL, you don't get paid the next year. That's on you. But anything else, you can be back in four to six months at the, at, at the, you know, worst case scenario. And I think players get it out of their system. They ride bikes down some stairs. They do a hip. They're back in time for preseason. Everyone's happy.
1: They get into some fire breathing. They uh, yeah take up axe throwing. They do that thing, that knife game where you get a knife and you stick between your fingers all around your
0: hand. So They get into that kind of stuff because it doesn't matter. Russian doesn't roulette. Matter. You, play, <laughs> Russian you roulette. play a little bit of off-season Russian roulette, <laughs> and if you come back to training without a bullet hole on the side of your head, they go, "Hope you had fun." Let's get let's get cracking, dude. I feel I do feel bad for him. You know. If you lose at Russian roulette, are you calling the club?
1: Uh, well, I wouldn't lose, mate. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't lose. <laughs> Serbian world champion seven times in a row. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, think you'll find. Learn a lot in those. I <laughs> learned a lot in those camps.
0: You did. You did.
1: But I do feel bad for him. I do feel bad for him by the fact you know, just that moment where he hits the deck and he goes, "Ah, oh, this is going to be really bad," and he's like, "Fuck!" It's almost like you got you got to tell mum, you know you fucked yeah, up you got absolutely it's
0: like that and well also too He uh, it sounds like he's tried to walk it off and he was at home and the pain just got I think he took a couple of Panadols and just went my hip is really fucking hurting uh, from dude. riding the bike down those stairs dude. and now I could be in trouble our grand final show
1: coming up <laughs> this year uh, what is it Sunday the 25th I believe Uh, A Zoom show, a two-guys-one-cup show, going to be on the day after the grand final at 4pm. Tickets can be found at trybooking.com, just type in junk time or two-guys-one-cup, the numbers. Um, We're going to be doing the show again on Zoom this year because of the um, Delta virus. Mm. And also we're going to have special guests, um, at least one person from
0: each of the two competing clubs in the grand final. Maybe we can have Toby Green on to have a chat. Wouldn't that be great? Just to get him on and go, mate, what what goes through your little head there, Tobbs? What Dude. happens? What do you go through? Dude, when you see that... What do
1: you get that, up to? You see, you saw that footage at three-quarter time. And you just go... After, after, after the whole day, everybody just loving him and praising him and saying how wonderful yep. he is. And even on the final moment of the game, like he had a bit of a game-saving kind of, you know, climb for the ball... But just to see that footage at three quarter time and just go, what the fuck, mate? What the fuck?
0: So, if you haven't seen it, he's walking towards an umpire, having a little bit of a chat, and then kind of walks, almost shoulder to shoulder contact with the umpire, and then they keep the umpire doesn't really react very much though. Like initially, I didn't think there was contact between them. I thought that as Toby moved in, the umpire kind of moved back. But I have since seen the errors of your ways confirms. Yeah, gotcha. Same vision that confirms that he actually did touch him. So he's gone. I reckon that's the end of his final series. If so I watched, contact, it, I watched it back. I watched it back a few times.
1: Words. I watched it back a few times, and so he's he's talking. He's clearly talking to the umpire about maybe something that happened in that third quarter. Yep. And then the umpire's standing there. We uh, from the back, we don't see what he's saying. Probably some mm. pretty abusive stuff. Those are umpires Absolutely. have mouths on them. Damn. And then Toby essentially refuses to get out of the way and just kind of walks through him, and. Yep. Then Matt Stebbick, right? Yeah. Yep. He turns around and I was watching his mouth very closely because I was in the arc. you lip and, reading. And he doesn't speak for a bit. Like he doesn't react. He kind of turns around mm-hmm. and his mouth doesn't move. And then after about three more steps of Toby, Toby tur- kind of turns around and he begins to say something to Toby. And they argue
0: about whatever it was that happened earlier. Yeah, so from all that vision, it's clear that the umpire doesn't seem that, like, um, offended by the contact. It's not like he went, hey, you fucking can't do that. I'm going to go on weird speculation. I actually reckon he was a bit shocked that it actually
1: happened. Have you, I don't think I've ever seen a player kind of walk through an umpire like that. We've seen players touch no. umpires. We've seen, I mean, yeah, it's very strange. It's, it's always been kind of demonstrative. or Like, they showed a couple of examples um, last night, and there was Lockie Neal, who kind of grabbed the umpire by the arm to show him that he had a blood a blood rule, and he wanted to go off. But that was more to get his attention, wasn't yeah. it? It was
0: like grabbing his arm going, hey, what about me? he fucking need me in the face. He got sort of a
1: thing. fine for that, and then Toby got yes. another fine because he cut, He kind of cut through. He went – it was foolish again. He got a fine because there were two players, a position player and a Giants player, and he kind of walked between the Giants player and the umpire, and he didn't need to. Mm. He had no need to. It was, uh, to me, that was an act of intimidation as well. When he could have just gone around. He had to uh, – yep. uh, yeah, anyway, Toby, come on, Toby. And now this one, I don't think I've ever seen a player actually just kind of. It's a little bit, it's a little bit Bevo and Purple at the Brownlow, when Bevo walked through oh, Purple. I think, I think that's probably is. a nice way to paint it, like kind that's of the precedent. I think so. I think that might be the they put up they put that footage up against Toby's yeah, and absolutely. go, well, which is you know which is worst.
0: See, I think like if Toby, like if if you are going to make contact with an umpire, this is my view, and you know you're going to get weeks right. So you, you either don't do it, and but if you are. Go the whole hog, mate. Don't just like, don't just like, axe kick, bang. Everyone goes, jeez, fucking Toby Green just axe kicked the umpire. <laughs> you n- let him know, but right? he knows straight away that you're not happy with his decision making, and therefore, in the fourth quarter when he comes to, you're probably going to get the rub of the green
1: and, le- and at least make it worthwhile. And also think mm. about that, like that exactly. John Burke footage when he knocked yeah. over the umpire and then went after going <laughs> the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that is on every football highlight show for, you know yeah. since 1980-odd or whatever. So imagine what Toby's going to... Like, he's going to be on every highlight show until the year 2050 at least. They're so going, gee, you thought what John Burke whispered was bad. Check out this guy, yeah. for, to, Toby Green, from the, um, from
0: the Tasmanian um, Giants. <laughs> Can we just say, to any junk timers out there who have never seen the John Burke footage from a reserves match at the Lakeside Oval in about, I think it was 1984... If you have never seen that, go and have a look at it because it is the greatest fucking meltdown on an AFL field that you are ever likely to see. So a free kick is given against him or something like that. He trips the umpire with a push, like kind of leg sweeps him down and then knocks out another guy who comes running in. And and then 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 as he's been dragged off the field, someone from over the fence is giving him a spray and he leaps the fence. And drops the bloke over the fence, and the commentary just goes, "Oh, he's give him one." Too. <laughs> the it's commentary is fantastic. Priceless. So
1: it's like Jordan, yeah. uh, who's probably renowned as an under 19s reserves coach, but kind of more of a uh, developer of junior players over the over the decades. And uh, and and he's 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 in the commentary box. He's, he truly is a man of man with words, and mm. and he's like going uh, "Oh, he's done well, the boy."
0: <laughs> yeah, well, you got to get the boy off. <laughs> just <laughs> dropped him Oh he's give him one too It's And that uh, Can I just say though You can't defend what John Burke did But what's the bet That that man in the crowd Never once Gave it to anyone <laughs> over the fence Again in his life Gee dad you don't cheer much anymore uh, mm, Yep <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shut up Shut up Um, I Keep think John down. got about 8 years in the end uh, okay. Ten. He got 10 10 okay Yeah Uh can I put it on the table?
0: Mm.
1: What's Toby gonna get? So Chris uh, o will put his announcement out tonight. So we're recording this at half past six, half an hour after the um Dogs Bulldogs game, Chris O will put out his statement at some time and the differentiation is I think it's uh, is uh, if it's malicious mm. and uh with purpose, I suppose, for lack of a better word, go straight to the f- intentional, go straight to the tribunal. And then if yes. it seemed um incidental or accidental it will be given a be a fine. A fine or a evaluation of some type. Yeah, yeah
0: I, I think he goes to the tribunal and I reckon he's getting three weeks. I reckon he's getting
1: three. I no, reckon he should get
0: eight. Really? Yeah. Just I reckon he get signal. three.
1: But I reckon I reckon that is one of the fucking stupidest things. And I love Toby dumb. with all my heart. But I go, yeah, and, yeah. and you just, you've literally just hip and shouldered an umpire, mate. Like, you, you genuinely cannot mm. do that. I've, I've watched enough football. I've never seen that before in my life, okay? And I go, I, I truly think you should be properly punished, if not even more than eight. But I think you'll get well, that.
0: Greg Williams got nine, and he put his hand on the umpire's chest. And yeah. Diesel's probably one of the fairest players you're ever going to see. And they gave him nine. <laughs> <laughs> And that was the last we
1: heard of it. He accepted it and he has uh, <laughs> <just> moved on.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's get to the footy on the weekend. But then so also, Port Adelaide, again, I'm oh, cutting you off. Go. But then also mate, on the coverage, and, and it, this yeah. may
1: not have been at yeah. your end in the neck of the woods, but um, on the coverage, the Toby Green to cash converters ad would get a lot of high rotation during the footy coverage up here. Or on 7 mate, at least.
0: Oh, is that right? We you get in that as well? No. Uh, well, I'm, I'm on Fox, so no, I don't get the ads. So I'm watching the ads and... um. I'm doing very well mate I don't need to, I don't need that well I
1: can put it on Foxtel but I can put the Foxtel doesn't uh, uh, what do you call it live stream for lack of a better word on the TV or my TV so I put it on Seven Mate to watch it on the TV itself and uh, so I'll take you through the ad for international listeners um, the ad that I wrote I hope you did I really want you to have I wrote that ad did you really? yeah yeah I did no fucking way
0: yeah, I wrote that ad. How have you kept this fucking quiet? I, I also wrote the the Christian Petrarca one at um, at Cash Converters.
1: Dude, how have you fucking not mentioned this at any stage? Are you under a fucking uh, confidentiality just, agreement or something?
0: Yeah, I signed an NDA, yeah.
1: That is fucking unbelievable. Mm. Okay, so here's this fucking appalling ad that Adam wrote. <laughs> 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 no, no, I love the whole thing. Okay, so Cash Converters is a shop where I take it's a in... pawn shop. Yeah, I take in, like, uh, my uh, DVD player. Stolen mountain bike. My mountain bike. And they go, yep. I'll give you 100 bucks. And, by the way, why are you sweating and itching so much? <laughs> <laughs> Where are your teeth? And so then you can get the money and come back and get it. Like, come back and pay. A, is there a bit of a time frame? You have, like, maybe two weeks or something to get the 100 bucks and come um, back and
0: yeah, maybe, yeah.
1: claim it back. But if not, after that, like, it's a free-for-all. And so they sell it to people, you know. Yep. So on the golf Course, Toby's on the golf course, and he gets a text. Now, is it from? Is it a reminder that it's his mum's birthday, or just kind of a generic birthday?
0: I thought it was his partner's birthday. Partners I haven't birthday. seen. The, you know what? I haven't seen the final script, uh, the final um, ad, but it was written as his partner's.
1: Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, because I haven't seen it up close, like the the writing on the on the text message. So it's his partner's birthday. Okay. And Toby's forgotten, so he gets off the golf course. Now, if you know, if you're in a loving relationship, and you know, you want to impress somebody on their birthday, obviously, I'm sure. Mm. Um Mrs. Ms. Not Yet Green, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, save. Yeah, puts up with a lot. You know, yeah, Toby's absolutely. always in the news, you know, he's a lot of training, got to be very selfish as an a- uh, athlete. We all know that. So it's her birthday. And so um, instead of, like, going somewhere awesome to get her a gift, mm. uh, Toby strolls into local cash converters uh, to get something that a uh, – a friend of the meth might have sold off about three <laughs> weeks earlier. And then, is it Lingy doing the commentary?
0: Yes, it is, Cameron Ling. Yes. yes.
1: And then who is on the, is it Jackie Fellgate who comes in on the mic? No,
0: I thought it was, is it Abby, Holmes yeah, Abby Himes? Abbey so Himes, that's store. right. Comes in
1: on the mic and does a little post-purchase interview. Yep.
0: Yeah. Can
1: you imagine getting a present? And you're like, oh my God, where'd you get this? And they said, cash converters? Like, yeah. surely that just drops that. You, you seem like you can't bag the company right now from your No, contract. no,
0: no. I used to do – actually used to do stand-up about that, that you can get engagement rings from cash converters. And if your partner found that out, that the relationship would probably end soon after. But also you say, you know, Jenny, will you marry me and are you happy to change your name to um, <laughs> Sharon? That's <laughs> funny. it has been engraved. But you know what? Initially, we wanted him – at the start to be doing uh, karate like doing a karate kick uh, you know yeah. how he was always in trouble for kicking people in the head
1: and that wasn't good for the but brand they, they clearly didn't go for that so what happens in the Petrarca one
0: can't believe it uh, Tommy so he this. goes in and buy he goes in and buys a bunch of playstations because he loves he's a gamer oh okay just yeah. for himself
1: or to hand out to other people? Is he, has he got like multiple partners and he has to give them presents as well? No, no, it's
0: not for the partners. It's just for him. I think so he can have it in each room of the house was why we'd written it, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, because he's doing very well. He must be too. I mean, they gave him a coffee yeah. machine on
1: um, uh, Saturday night. So, you know, he's probably taken that to yeah. cashies, hasn't he? Yeah,
0: probably. Probably. Let's get to the footy, Michael. How about that uh, great win? Were you ra- are you wrapped as a Hawthorne supporter to see Geelong go as badly as they did on Friday night? Well, I mean, I don't think they went appallingly.
1: But um, I, uh, I found in with these four games that there was the teams that I wanted to win. Mm-hmm. And then I, uh, some are a couple tighter than the others. But for most games, when one team kicked out, I just wanted the other team to come back. I still wanted the team yep. I wanted to win to win. But I didn't. I just wanted a close game. So, like with the Giants, I wanted the Giants to win. But I was also, when it got to like a point, I was like, gee, extra time would be fun. But I still wanted the Giants I to win.
0: Yeah, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? So yeah, but you gotta but, love what you gotta love the watch watching Port Adelaide like that style is a style that you go. I'm happy if they won a grand final because it means it's going to be a pretty high scoring game, and I'd love to watch it. You know, like West Coast and Sydney back in the early 2000s. You know, you just seeing 58 to 60. <laughs> you, you, yeah, exactly. Absolute blinders. You you, you want to put them back on for to see you know goals three through four. I mean, they were great goals uh, deep in the fourth, <laughs> d- in the final fi- quarter. And that's the.
1: Uh, first quarter Second quarter Third quarter Fourth quarter One, two, three, four <laughs>
0: Yeah So that was kind of it was You know you always like Seeing exciting teams Kick goals Like Melbourne on Saturday night You know turning it on And showing Like if Melbourne and Port Make a grand final Yeah You would hope that it would be A fairly high scoring affair Yeah you know? And okay. I say high scoring High scoring for now Like you know 90 points
1: And also hopefully for It's a dry affair as well Because last night There was still Quite a bit of rain In Adelaide before the game And then I think maybe a bit yep. at, Towards the end If I remember correctly yeah. Um. But, yeah, no, I was happy to say Geelong lose, but that's, I, that's purely through my own, you know, pettiness. Hatred nothing, of Geelong. Nothing against uh, Geelong themselves. And I don't bring this up again as any kind of pettiness. I really actually don't. But um, uh, from what I can gather, the stats are they won. Uh, Chris Scott's been there for seven qualifying, and they've won yep. one in 2011. Yes. You look at their record. It's fucking amazing where they finished on the ladder each year.
0: No, they've, done, they've missed the finals once in that time. Is that right? I think you might be right. It's a um, fucking now, amazing effort from Chris Scott, but then if you're a Geelong supporter, you're like, well, we always get to this point, and I know they made the grand final last year, but to look so bad in a qualifying, you're like, fuck, what are we doing differently from regular season to yeah. to finals? Maybe but, you know what they need. Okay, uh, I'm putting this out there. Maybe they need a different coach for the finals. Chris Scott, mate, you do you do the regular season, mm-hmm. then when it comes in to the finals, we get David Teague in. What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, sure, Mark Neal, Nathan free. Buckley.
0: Hey, Mark Neal's not free Mark Neal even You know Just some of the greats Peter O. Just to take the pressure off Scotty All of them, all of them You know All of them yeah,
1: Get a team Because they will make up oh, Okay we yes. get We get Mark Neal We get Peter mm. Road We get yep. David Teague We get Scott Waters Scott Waters We'll mm. chuck in uh, Matty Primus Yep And Okay I think their talents
0: All up Would be yeah. just greater Than Chris Scott Absolutely. Then you got Geelong playing. They got a week off, and then they're in a prelim. I just think they need to shake things up, and having Chris Scott not there might help them. Even if it's just maybe the qualifying final, then Scotty comes back for the prelim.
1: And then, I mean, to be fair though, like it's a hell of a podium at the end of the game when they hold up the cup, and yeah. <laughs> so you've got five people on the podium and the captain, and then yeah. all one of the coaches has to go. I'd like to get Chris Scott up here. <laughs> you deserve <laughs> us more than anyone, mate. <laughs> We
0: fucking did it for Scotty.
1: Um, but now we begin the traditional week one of the finals where we all think that Geelong and Brisbane are going to be shit. Like the people who are lose the qualifying. Yes. Yeah, we're all going to go, they're awful, they're awful. Oh, what's that? Oh, that is one, their second final. Like last year. Yes. Richmond and Geelong both Having said that,
0: final. having said that... the Brisbane playing the Doggies, you can see the Doggies actually winning that because, you know, they were the best, one of the best teams all season and then dropped off in the last three weeks. Yep. Maybe they've found their mojo, who knows? Brisbane didn't look great last night. Um, and then, you know what the biggest shame is, I think, that we don't get to see Buddy kick 1,000 this year.
1: Nah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I would have liked him to do it this year just by the fact I wanted to see it done quicker. But at the same time, yes. it will be a greater spectacle next year. Um, if he does get, and to hopefully kick it with a crowd next and year, people can run out and all that kind of stuff, and you yeah. can build the hype. Like if you know, if he's two away from kicking it, like the anticipation. It was like when Rock um, Lockett broke the record. Like, yeah, that was the perfect kind of hype because it was this extra. Because we didn't really get around a thousand goals until it kind of became a thing. So Dunstall did it in Queensland. And he just went back to his spot. Like, he just kicked it and went, oh, yeah, there's the 1,000 goals. And then Lockett did it, and that got a bit more. I think people might have run on. And then Ablett did it, and people ran on twice because he missed. And then he had, to oh, yeah. kick, had another kick, and they got on. So, and plug it, the atmosphere. And also, to be able to do it in Sydney, where you can get a lot of eyeballs on it and, you know, a lot of media yes, about it.
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when Levi Kasbold kicked his 1,000th out on the full, and no one ran onto the ground, you know. It's just like, you've got to appreciate it. I suppose because he's just so good at it.
1: I mean, and also being the um, the media darling that he is, I imagine Buddy would just mm. be that week, the build-up. I mean, I've heard rumours that in the week leading up to his and Skull, he's going to mm. do a one-and-a-half-minute interview on the Sydney Swans <laughs> website. So that is a big deal. Yep. That's a big yeah. deal. Yeah, you got to look forward to that. <laughs> and he's going to let Robo Zoom in just for a special occasion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just for everyone else's entertainment. So the big thing that came out of the Melbourne um uh, Melbourne Brisbane game, was that Ed Langdon sort of gave a clip to Ross Lyon in mm. his uh, post-game press conference. So he was having a chat to AFL Nation, everyone's favourite uh, uh, one-stop shop for for your AFL. And I and actually he said, really okay.
1: like the idea. I love, I love AFL Nation because um, I love it when, you know, they have stuff like the, the G8, uh, the G20. And, you know, you have, you mm-hmm. have Germany, you have France, you've got the US, China,
0: AFL Nation. <laughs> um, <laughs> the UK And so they were interviewing Ed Goodwin I'll move I'll keep going from you uh, Ed Langdon And he says I've, c- I've come from five years of the Ross Lyon Oh yeah, sorry They were chatting to Ed Langdon He said I've come from five years of the Ross Lyon method So it's absolutely a nice change To have someone as cool, calm and collected as Goody Simon Goodwin I don't think I've heard him raise his voice once uh, Since I've been at the club Coming over from Freo, where if you don't look Ross in the eye at a meeting, he starts yelling at you, so it's been a nice change.
1: That is not the Ross line, I know. <laughs> and then Ross came back and he said, he got a text from Eddie, walked it back very quickly, sent him a delightful yep. text. And then Ross said, he put it more in the form of a huddle. So he said, You've got 22 men looking at you, and he said, You want them to have your attention, and so you're yelling and yep, going yep. wild. And he said, he, he said, I kind of consider that a meeting. So he said, If Ed's talking about that context, that that huddle is a meeting, then I yep. accept him, you know, and, you know, for better or worse. And he said, I'm also a work in progress, so, you know, I'm happy to get feedback.
0: Now, I have never I'm heard. A work in progress, mate. You're a 55 year old psychopath. <laughs> have you not worked this out that he goes oh am I, am I a bit aggressive am i fuck i just i'm just cottoning onto this
1: now the only thing i'd pull ross up for in that is that mm. i've never heard anyone refer to the quarter time huddle as the quarter time meeting okay yeah I, d- I do it all the time you've never seen a yeah. commentator saying look at look at look at uh, look at david teague he's furious walking out to the quarter time <laughs> meeting
0: <laughs> like yeah.
1: walking out to the walking out to the 245 appointment
0: yeah, like, because you only know, coaches only know they've got it because it's been scheduled in their um, appointment book. That's I the only reason they play it. They,
1: that's the only reason they have a siren. So the coach yeah. knows to, uh, it's like putting an alarm on your phone. He's like, oh shit, if we yeah, get to I, the meeting.
0: I like, oh, I've got a meeting between the first and second quarters. <laughs> I better get out there.
1: Are we Skyping? Are we
0: Zooming? Someone tell me. Yeah. Uh,
1: teams? Oh, fucking not teams.
0: Yeah. Oh, I hate this shit. So, so that's, um, so Ross Lyon has, ba- Ross Lyon's had a big couple of weeks, hasn't he? Been really been around
1: so Nicky Dell came out and he said that that's mm. not well th- it took words out of my mouth that's not the Russ Lyon I know he says yep. he has talked to Frio players and they've talked about some of the stuff that Ross Lyon had said to them and about them and their mothers and he said that's <laughs> not the stuff we heard at St Kilda so he said maybe it was like a different group and he felt he had to approach them a different way but he said yep. you know obviously Ross would have a few words but he um uh Yeah,
0: he was a bit shocked at what some of the Freo players had said Ross had done. Yeah, I find it interesting. I reckon when you're coming from uh, a winning culture, you really like Ross Lyon. And when things aren't going your way, you may not like Ross Lyon as much as, say, when you're winning.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. And then actually think about how long it took. He was only there at the Saints for a very short time. So they were a mm. bit rubbish in '07. then went to a prelim, went to two grand finals. So it was a pretty meteoric rise. Now, let me think. Having said that at Frio, he went there in 2012, there in a grand final by 13. So my theory actually doesn't make any
0: sense, Adam. Sorry about that. Moving on. Many of your theories don't, but I appreciate that. Do you think Ross Lyon will end up at Carlton? Question without notice, Michael. I... Sorry, let me rephrase that. Do you think Ross Lyon already has the job and Carlton are just waiting to pretend to go through a sham process before they announce that Ross Lyon is in fact their coach, which has already happened because... uh Luke Sayers said that he hasn't really chatted to anyone and then someone said, oh, but Ross Lyon had been over to his house during the year and then he said, oh, yeah, he'd done that, but that was just because I've got lots of mates in footy and then <laughs> Ross Lyon, he, and he had an informal chat on the phone for 45 minutes just to see if Ross was interested in being a part of the process of being Carlton's coach. Yeah, it's just one of those chats that none of the other, you know, potential coaches have done with Luke Sayers. It's just one of those, you know, well, let's just have a chat. You haven't got the job, Ross, but we're just going to have a chat, mate. Hey, uh, Ross. You came to my house earlier in the year. <laughs> Ross, a big and kid. we got rid of David Teague because we thought we'd get Clarko or you and Clarko's pulled out. But you, you haven't got it, mate. Ross, you haven't kid, got it. You've got to go through a process. My, my kid's, really, process. kid's really big fans. Uh,
1: can they get an autograph? Just, just sign on this little <laughs> scrap of paper that I just found that's yeah. got just a whole bunch of words. on it. I don't know. Ignore that. Yeah. Just a little, pop yeah. your little Ignore John Hancock down there, mate. Uh, I think yeah. he will get the job. I don't think he should get the job. I think he... Really? To, you need you to don't mo- think he should be? You need to move past that kind of <sighs> pagan, house, Ross... Um, world, start anew. Bring in all the uh, recommendations from the review. Do a proper process. Yep. You know, yep. you could find a Clarko in the mix. You know, at the time there was Rocket, there was Terry Wallace. They were the premier candidates going around. They went to the dogs and went to the st- you know, went to the uh, tigers, and then tigers. Clarko walks in wearing like a dad's suit,
0: and then walks out with the job. Yeah, but then we thought we had that with Bolts and Teague. So we've kind of we've you know what we've gone down every path we need to go to. We need a th- there needs to be a new path. Like, is it the coach that wasn't very successful in their first iteration? I.e., your Michael Voss, your Vossy.
1: I mean, Lepper uh, doesn't seem to want to do or doing your Lepper. He doesn't seem to want to do that stuff anymore. He pulled out of the Richmond gig to kind of focus on business and life. Yep. Who
0: are the other ones who have kind of got one crack? And Oh, Mark Williams. Yeah, goes one. I mean, you know, Brett Ratton was looking likely. he was just going to be the one cracker and then he's, you know, he's doing okay with the saner. So it can be done. But, yeah, do, do you get, like we were saying before, do you get your Scott Waters back and just go, look, I know you made a complete fucking uh, shambles of it, but we have faith in you.
1: And think about how much fun the players are going to have on a Mad Monday.
0: Like, I mean, do it yeah, for the players, exactly. mate. <laughs> you got to think about that. So, I mean, my thought is that maybe uh, Ross Lyon has the job. But I was reading somewhere today that Carlton still don't think they're out of the mix with Clarko. They reckon they're just going to keep adding zeros to the contract till he goes, oh, fuck, I can't say no to this stupid amount of money.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they uh, – Clarko, from the reports this week, was actually not unimpressed with the Carlton list and was actually a little bit curious. I don't know if he officially talked to them, but then eventually his manager ruled him out during this week and he – Mainly cited, actually, the uh, civil unrest on the board.
0: <laughs> yeah, the basket case that we are.
1: Uh, just by the fact
0: there's talk about an
1: uh, EGM, I'd never heard the term EGM before this year with Collingwood and now Carlton. So, what of your never mates?
0: Heard of an extraordinary joint general meeting? I'd heard that before, but no, no. I because I cause a lot of them. I'm, I'm the I'm the guy who goes around getting signatures from.
1: Well, that's the thing. In In my enterprises, a lot of the business is done with paper bags and under the table. So there's no need to, (laughs) I mean, you know, shareholders, they they think they own shares, so they're making (laughs) profits for them. So your mate, one of the mates from the Carltonians, he's trying to get on the, um, he's trying to launch an EGM. Now, I don't think he wants to be on the board itself, I'm not totally sure. But one of your mates from the Carltonians, can you elaborate a bit more on that? Do you know this man?
0: No, I don't. So he was the Carltonian's leader before the guy that I currently deal with. So I, I, maybe I've met him, but I don't, I don't know him, so no. I,
1: it's a very I Donald Trump answer, my friend. Thank very you. Very dund- I may have met him. I don't know him. I, I, he, yeah. he worked yeah. at a company before I got yeah. there. It's just, yeah. He may there are know photos some photos of us together <laughs> where there's photos
0: of us in a room with some ladies <laughs> in Moscow, and I don't really remember him. I, I vaguely remember him
1: so who knows what's going to happen there because i don't think they have do they have ready made placements for um the carlton board because there are a few people jumping off aren't three people jumping off the carlton board and so they do actually yeah need so to the changes them. have
0: already been made so we're getting uh greg williams is now our um footy what is he footy director and he's taken over from chris judd yeah uh, friend of the show and so they've got diesel in so they've got a man in with um concussions who can barely remember his own name and he is now the head of football at the carlton footy club so How this can go wrong, I just can't see an issue with any of this.
1: But aren't I right that Jeannie Pratt is meant to be leaving the board shortly as well? Aren't there a couple of people leaving?
0: Yeah, but I think the thing that happens at Carlton is people leave, but they still have a say in it, if you know what I mean, Michael. Yeah, sure. Uh, Oh, what's that? You need a new stand built, do you? Well, I have nothing to do with the club, but let me build that for you.
1: Why doesn't Bruce Matheson get on the board if he's... You know this kind of power broker. Carlton power brokers are some of the most want- th- Carlton power broker is like contra- Gold, Coast, Gold Coast entrepreneur and colourful racing <laughs> identity. Carlton power broker. These mysterious people who never actually take a position, but they kind of just run the deal from uh, you know.
0: Yes, from afar. Yeah. So Bruce Matheson's nephew, I believe, is on the board. So he is part of the Matheson clan, and he would get input, I'm sure, from his uncle.
1: You need to. Uh, you need to bring back the big guns, mate. I mean the place has been a rabble since he left. Pick up the Is call. John Elliott
0: left? Call John Elliott. Yeah. No, I think I think we need that kind of stability the and stability fun Down at the club, yeah. The stability Especially <laughs> in in a world where PC's gone mad, I think we need <laughs> I mean you think Jeff's a fucking Elliot. idiot. <laughs> Let's get John Elliott yeah, on yeah, a live exactly.
1: mic. <laughs> Get back I in here Jeff we need it we need I saw it. a great thing I was reading about the Battle of Britain the other day uh, in the actual game I met a bloke actually a few weeks ago who went to that went to that game he was living An in Australian
0: London Australian guy who was in London or yeah a yeah Australian
1: guy who was living in London for about 20 years
0: but um could you imagine telling your mates you're in London and you've got these British mates and you're like come to a game of footy and they're like what do you what do you mean and like Oh, come along, it's this AFL game. And then you take him to an absolute fucking bloodbath (laughs) of a game. How much would they have loved you for that?
1: Well, there was one quote from John Elliott because I think the winner got $5,000. And they kind of had a, I don't know, a small gathering, I suppose, like maybe a couple of nights before the game. And John Elliott got up and made a speech and he said something along the lines of, if we win the $5,000, we'll just, um, you know, use it to party. Uh well North Melbourne will have to use that five thousand to pay their players. <laughs> it's like okay, mate. <laughs> we need that kind of stuff back.
0: Fucking oath. Everyone's too sanitized. We need to just, you know, mock openly mock weaker teams. I love it. Now here at the Junk Time um podcast obviously we when when one of our own goes down, we feel it deep within, you know. We're a very sensitive lot and, you know, one of our owners had a bit of a, a tough week and, and BT uh, ended up in hospital. Brian Taylor ended up in hospital this week after um, an explosion at his farm and so he went, uh, got taken to the Burns unit and has since been released and he called all the games on the weekend so he's actually fine. But we just want to send our best wishes to Brian um, and hope you get well soon, big fella, because, you know, we, we, we love you. We love you here. And apparently when the, when the paramedics arrived They just heard him saying Oh boy, oh boy, ouchie um, it, was, it was tough stuff <laughs> Fucking hell That joke was fucking tough stuff <laughs> So he was trying apparently to Apparently fi- he was doing Roaming Brian Around the Burns unit as well he was, Well,
1: I mean He was actually meant to be in for three days But they actually got him out of there after an hour Because they're like No, nah, you're right, you're right You fixed, you fixed, you fixed <laughs> um, uh, He uh, was trying to fix a gas water unit, I think I believe so, He's yeah. trying to light it, and then it kind of bursts up in flames. I think, I don't know if you, I mean, you talked about his parents always told him never to play with matches. I'm not sure if you're using matches for that kind of stuff, or you're just kind of pushing, you know, a, a lighter spark. I'm not totally sure.
0: No, I believe he'd left the gas on accidentally. Oh, okay. Gotcha. That'd fucking, be terrifying. You know, just um, it would be, wouldn't it? Did and especially st- with his trademark bristle just going up in flames, just I in front of him. I don't <laughs> think we've actually seen BT on camera.
1: Have we seen him on camera this weekend? No. Yeah, no, gotcha. So we don't know. There was a photo of him. There was a photo of him. He looked, he looked fine. But yeah, just a bit singed, maybe a little bit of burns on the cheek and the forehead, I think. I hope he's okay. So he look a little hot. Yeah. Just rub a little bit of uh, moisturiser on mate. You'll be fine. Yeah. Big Bigger, better than ever. I'm patting my face like I'm putting a moisturiser. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing yeah. that.
0: You seem to know what
1: you're doing. Now, before that, you can head to my YouTube channel you can see my moisturising tips. Very big. Yeah, and then you can check right. out my unboxing
0: channel as well. we want hey uh now last week on the pod we asked um who would you want to go to vegas with either buddy and josh gibson or dusty and dane swan so we thought we'd put that question up on our social channels we chucked it up on twitter and it came back resoundingly for dusty and dane swan they got 60.1 as opposed to 39.9 for buddy and josh so you can see where i just i think people would probably go i'd love to be with buddy but maybe not so much with josh whereas you're getting Absolute cream of the crop with Dusty and Dane.
1: I don't remember if we actually asked our own opinion. Who do you think you want to party with in, in Vegas?
0: I say no. I was torn. I was torn. I think I. Um, I think I might have ended up with Buddy and Josh. I think I'm going to go with Buddy and Josh as well. I think
1: I'm going to go with Buddy and Josh. But by the fact, I feel like I. I, will, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be able to keep up with Dusty and Dane. But I mm. feel like also anecdotally, like I'd have a bit more to talk about with Buddy and Josh and Gibbo, like.
0: Yeah, but see, if you... you They uh, they won't want to. Like, I've
1: become the annoying person
0: talking about footy. But I can still kind of try and give it a go. But imagine being the person who has stories about Dusty that... I mean, obviously, you can't talk to them, you know, because what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But you'd be the person who... You'd see Dusty talking and doing stuff that you'd never see. Like, because he just... No one knows what Dusty does.
1: Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, try and do an impression of Dustin Martin. You can't do it. No one knows.
0: It's impossible. Yeah. And you, the impression king can't um, even do one.
1: Dusty doesn't talk. He talks so little that when people call him, he gets caught up on the phone and he calls people and, like, they say, I'll get a, how are you? And they're like, who's this? Oh, we know each other. We've known each other for years. And they're like, I've never heard this voice in my entire life.
0: <laughs> What's going on here? Have you been to Vegas? No, I've never been to Vegas. Every time I've been in the States, I've been by myself. And it just feels like it'd be a bit too tragic and sad to be there alone.
1: Well, <laughs> 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 one here
0: man we <laughs> who might fit the bill.
1: I went to Vegas by myself for about four nights. Yeah. How was it? It was good. It was good. Obviously, I actually, I I probably, I just, well, I clearly didn't think it through. But I was like, oh fuck. When I got there, I was like, oh, dude, you're here by yourself. But it is magical. It's one of those places you fly in and you're almost flying into a desert. And just in the distance, you can see a pyramid. And a Sphinx. And you go, <laughs> this really should not be here at all. Yeah, okay. But I just wandered around all the kind of casinos. And it's obviously all melts into one and stuff like that. But I stayed at Caesar's Palace. Um, and, yeah. Is it
0: rundown? Is it kind of tragic?
1: I don't remember it being that. Okay. Um, I think it had begun its family-friendly um, turn yep, kind of yep. a few years before that.
0: And it's Did you find the cocaine cheap and good quality?
1: I mean, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, know. that's fair enough, man. Sorry to ask. Sorry, I shouldn't have put that on you. It was very it was boiling hot. It was midsummer. Um, and, yeah, there were a lot, actually what surprised me at the time was like a lot of families and prams and stuff like that. And it is yep. really almost like an amusement park. You you, you you could probably have a lot of fun – well, you can have a lot of fun without setting foot into an actual casino, if that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, okay. And I'm, a, I'm also a guy – I don't know how to play those games, so it wasn't like I – I don't think I even put a cent in the whole time. But the um airport, like, I, I mean... Oh,
0: so you're not contributing to the economy. Good on you. Well, I fucking paid enough for the room.
1: I, fucking, I think I called Australia. No, I think I left a voicemail on a mate's phone back in New York. And I think it cost me, like, 45 bucks. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Um, and the thing I like, the airport's got slot machines and stuff like that. And again, this is like 2004, so it's a long time ago. But the safety announcements, or the official announcements were done by vegas people so it's like hi i'm celine dion make sure you step two feet away from the baggage carousel so people can get their bag and it's like that's great hi i'm don rickles make sure you park in the red section not the white (laughs) section (laughs) (laughs) it's really funny next week we got um bears dogs geelong giants tips bears dogs
0: Mate, you're old school. Uh, I th- uh, you know what? I actually think the Doggies can roll the Lions. I think they're very capable of it. And I think that, I think Geelong will beat uh, GWS. Even though they rolled them a few weeks ago, I just think they've got a few big outs, the Giants. And of course, no Toby Green. I think that's really going to hurt them. No, I think you're right as well. So yeah,
1: I think Geelong, and I'm going to go with Doggies as well. Um, just by the fact, look, they ended up being a fifth place team, but around f- 20, they were a first place team so yeah. maybe we can afford them a little couple of hiccups. Um, I hear you, bro. Yeah, and so they can um, maybe do it again. So very exciting
0: times. Yeah. Um, so no take fo- that to the bank, Junk Timers.
1: No footballers in real life, Adam.
0: Yeah, mate, we're in lockdown. People can't get out. Don't we forget our some.
1: grand finals there and show with the two guys, one cup gang. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Timer for Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook and the Gram. Mm-hmm.
0: Go Hops. Go Port. In this footy game, when you play us you'll never be the same you think you're the best but don't speak too soon the Bulldogs have got what it takes to beat you Whether the Sydney we never battle, when we've got the ball we go straight down the middle hey, hold it, you ain't no winner cause a lion always eats us one for a... we We're the toughest, we're the team we're gonna kill. Listen up, guys, cause Richmond's here, and we're the only team that you should fear. Black and gold ain't where it's at. The blues are the team that'll knock them all flat. Stop your bossing, the saints have arrived. You'll all be sorry when we make the five. Y'all may be tough, but have no fear. It's Collingwood's turn for the flag this year.